today's story is The Perfect House by Head PE22. Hello, I'm Domingo, and I just moved from Colombia to the United States. Luckily, I had a cousin, Hector, who had an apartment that I could crash at in the meantime while trying to find a good house on the market at a fair price. I'm not looking for much, just a three-bed, two-bath, with a pool and a hot tub. I wouldn't mind a grill outside, and a man-made cabana with little white sand and a little swim-up bar. Is that too much to ask for? I ask the realtor, because I sure don't think so. Mr. Von Strike replies with, That's not too much to ask for at all, and... It might take a few weeks or so to locate a house of your kind, but I am sure that I will find that house for you. For my name is Von Strykett. I am one of the best realtors in all of Beverly Hills. But in the meantime, I will show you a few other houses that I have lined up for you, Mr. Domingo. I sure like his drive and work ethic. I kind of envy that about him. And I hope to be as ambitious and respectable as him soon. I tell him, okay, thanks for helping me out. He sends me the GPS location of the four houses he wants me to see. I look at the locations, and it looks like it might be an all-day thing. (sighs) But I guess I'm up for it. You can't really just find the first house and select it, in most cases. You'll surely have to shop around for a little while at least. Well, that's what I've heard from a few friends and cousins of mine. Anyways, so we show up to the first house, and it's rather big. It has almost everything that I've been looking for, but it wasn't quite right. It had a few things that I appreciated, you know, like a hot tub and other features, but the problem was that the pool was just not right to me. It was not in the right location for my sandy place, to call it my spot. So we go on to the next house. Mind you that it's only like an hour away from downtown Los Angeles. Now we're at the next house, and Mr. Von Strike says... What do you think about this second house? It's away from the noisy town, and it's overall quite good. It's got a pool and a hot tub. It's got the hardwood floors and new granite countertops. What more could you want? Says Mr. Von Strike. Domingo says, I just don't feel this house. I don't have a good vibe with this house at all. All right says Mr. Von Strike. On to the next one. Well, tell me a little bit about yourself, Domingo. <laughs> well, Mr. Von Strike, I just moved here from Colombia. Oh yeah? You don't say, says Mr. Von Strike. Well, that's very interesting. I've been in LA my whole life with my wife and my one daughter, Sarah. She's 24. She's in college at Florida State this year. Von Strike takes out a couple pictures from a rather expensive-looking Comme de Home wallet. So Domingo says, Well, that's a very nice wife and daughter you have there, Mr. Von Strike. To which he says, 
Well, thank you. With a strange smile. Almost like he was plotting something. I try to think nothing of it, and we cruise down the highway in his expensive German-made car with all the latest upgrades. Blue with rims, and the fuzzy dice to be funny, and to have as a joke, he says, I guess, and then laughs a little bit. Well, it's another 30 minutes to the next house. Would you like to stop and get something for lunch, he says. I say no, that's all right. I had a big breakfast this morning. He says okay, and we keep going down toward downtown again. We get downtown, and then his car starts to die. So there we are, on the side of the highway with two more houses to go. He says he'll get it towed, and then take it to the shop, but once that's all done, he will call me, and then we can go along with the rest of the remaining houses. I say okay and get picked up by my cousin, Hector, over at the tow place. I don't know, man. I get this strange feeling about Mr. Von Strike. He just... He doesn't seem right to me, bro. I know, but he still has two more to show you, Hector says. Well, I guess I'll give him a chance. I go to sleep a few hours after sipping on some Godzilla energy drinks and playing Urban Evil this game about zombies and other worldly creatures that you've got to fight. For some reason, I wake up in the middle of the night with a strange nightmare about skinwalkers. They're these creatures that are so hard to kill, and and they're dangerous and powerful in some of the stories I've read. Anyway, I wake up the next morning, still shaken up by my nightmare, but I, I shrug it off and move on. I make some breakfast, lounging around and just chill while playing some more urban evil. Oh, and all of a sudden, I get a text from some random number saying, Hi, I'm Sarah. I think to myself for a moment, where have I heard that name before? Oh, wait, it was Mr. Von Strike telling me about his daughter that was out in Florida State. So I respond, What are you doing texting me, and how did you get my number? I can't be talking to you. I'm sorry. I text this to her, and then she quickly responds with, I see here you're pretty cute. No. Thanks, but no thanks. I send back to her. Oh, come on. Stop being a tease. She sends me a picture of herself in silky blue garments. She's got the right curves, and she's quite fit. I think I remember Mr. Von Strike saying she was a cheerleader or a gymnast or something before. I also remember him saying she was an avid fan of yoga. So yeah, she's quite hot, but this is so strange. Why is she texting me? Don't you like it? She texts back. So I respond. Look, you're very attractive, but no, no, I do not. Yet, I don't even know why I'm still responding to her at this point in the first place. Something just compelled me to respond to those messages. Then I said, please stop texting me. She then responds, if you do the deal with my daddy, you get me. Ugh, no. I say no thanks again. Even if I do deal with your father, what are you going to do? Just fly up here and come see me or whatever? Wait, I don't even want to think about that. I'm sorry, just stop texting me, please. 
or I'm going to have to tell your father about this. Please do not do that, Domingo, she says. I say, well, I'm sorry. I may have to unless you can tell your dad to take 5-10% to off the house. (laughs) Fine, she says. I'll ask and see what happens. I don't like how that sounds. But she says, don't worry. I will get him to take at least 5% off the house when he negotiates with the sellers. I say, fine, bye. I soon get a call from Mr. Von Strike saying that his car is fixed and that he would be able to pick me up the next day to go and look at a few more houses in the area. I ask, how long do you think it'll take? Von Strike replies, all day. I'm like, that's fine, I guess. So Von Strike pulls up and, well, I get in his car. I ask him how it's running. He says that it runs like a champ. Then says, well then, I've got to tell you that this first house we're going to look at might be exactly what you're looking for. I respond, well, I hope so. We pull up to the first house. It has a nice garden and some nice big trees out front. This one has the hardwood floors, a nice bay window. It also has a huge backyard with a hot tub and a funky-looking shed out there. And I ask, what's with the shed? Mr. Vaughn quickly responds with, that's where they keep the pool and pumps and stuff. Alright, well, this house, it's almost in line with what I need, but not quite. I tell Mr. Von Strike that we can move and look at the other ones. He says okay. I hop in the car, we head down the highway, and I say let's go get some lunch. We pull into a little hamburger joint and we have a few drinks. Mr. Von Strike was telling me about how he had been doing this job for almost 15 years, and that he has a very keen eye for finding just the right house. He says it's like trying to find an old car part that almost no one has. I regularly seek to locate the right house for the person, like the right part to a fancy car. I say alright. I scarf down my food and say, well, let's get back to this house hunting then. He says okay, pays the tab as he likes to treat and take care of his clients. We head out, and then, well, then I get a text from his daughter again. It says, hey, how's it going with my dad? I don't respond to her. We get to the next house and open the door. There's a girl standing in the entryway of the door. Hello, she says. Mr. Von Strike responds, Sarah, what the hell are you doing here? As a matter of fact, how did you get in? Oh, don't be silly, Daddy. I know the combos to your lockboxes at the house as you show. Mr. Von Strike responds, Is that why some of my stuff has come up missing? She responds to him, Daddy, no, I would never steal from these houses. I don't need to. I swear, I'm not stealing. Von Strike responds, I don't believe you. The situation gets even more heated and goes downhill from there. They both get into this huge argument Mr. Von Strike ends up slapping his daughter across the face I think to myself this 
is getting really awkward. I guess his life is not so perfect after all. Then, I think maybe I should go on this tour by myself. I'm standing in the hallway and I head to another part of the house. The master bedroom. It's huge. It has a king-size bed, a garden, bathtub, and a few other compelling features, but there's an odd corner of the room. I'm thinking about this and wonder why, but it's, it's giving me some strange vibes. In the meantime, I found out later that Mr. Von Strike and his daughter start looking for me. They go outside and look around the pool area for me. I'm still ruminating here in the master bedroom. I was keenly looking at some of the old pictures of a family on the wall in black and white. They must have been from the 1800s. They had an ever-strange look on their faces. It was a man, his two daughters, his son, his wife. There were a few more pictures on the wall. One was a horse with a fancy-looking stagecoach and the man lifting free weights. It looked to be dumbbells. Staring at these pictures, I was mesmerized, drawn in. Then, Mr. Von Strike tapped me on the shoulder, and I yell out, Oh, jeez, in a startled voice. I'm sorry to scare you, Mr. Domingo. What do you think about the house so far? I say it's not bad. I like the location, not too far from my place of work. I'll think about it and get back to you in a day or two. Mr. Von Strike says that if I really like it, I may as well put down an offer now. A house like this might get another offer in the next 24 hours. Who knows? I've shown this house to a few other people already. In fact, there's already an offer for it. Someone put down a little over $10,000 in cash. Can you beat that offer, Mr. Domingo? I think it over. Okay, Mr. Von Strike, I'm gonna buy this house. Let's go ahead, drop the paperwork. All right, says Mr. Von Strike. Let's get downtown to my office where we can get those signatures. We got down there, and we did the paperwork. A few days pass, and he gives me the key to my new house. I was excited about this place. It'd be a place where I could start over again. Fresh. It would be a new place that I could call my home. We start moving my stuff. It takes a few hours, but we do get it done. I decide to treat my cousin and I. We order a large pizza from Luigi's Pizzeria. It's a cash-only giant that serves the best New York-style pizza. It's sometimes frustrating when I want to pay with card, but I always make sure to have a little cash on hand to get my favorite pies from Luigi's. As we're waiting for it, Hector says, Hey, come with me down here in the basement. Okay, flip that switch. Then there was a loud bang, and the bulb shatters. I was like, well, that's weird. Uh, It doesn't make it any more eerie down here. (laughs) Let's get out of here, man. I've got shivers running up and down my spine by just being here without the lights. Let's go back up, and maybe I can find a flashlight in one of my boxes. Me and Hector start shuffling through my boxes, and all of a sudden, the basement door slams shut out of nowhere. Me and Hector both freak out. You know what? I tell Hector. Maybe I'll (laughs) just stay with you tonight. For some reason, I don't feel right again. Hector's like, come on, man. 
I know you can tough it out over here. Everything will be fine, he says. I'm like, Hermano, come on. Oh my gosh, I say. This place is becoming stranger by the second. I don't know if it's about toughening it out. The lights start to flicker as I'm telling him that I want to leave and stay at his place again. Hector says, hey, stop messing with the lights. Are you crazy or something, man? Again, he says, stop playing around. I frantically tell him it's not me. It's something else. Anyway, now we have even more motivation to find the flashlight. And guess what? We do. Hector is the one who ends up finding it. For some reason, there were cobwebs all around the box, like it had been sitting there for over 60 days. That was strange, because we barely moved it. Hector says, hey man, let's check the basement out, and then get out of here for a while, huh? I say, let's just get it done. We're walking through the house, and it seems like a club without the fun. It starts to feel like a real-life haunted house with the lights flickering. I'm like, what are the chances we could get a spooky house during Halloween month, right? Hector says nothing. I swear I can hear him praying. He's saying under his breath, Oh, St. Joseph, whose protection is so great, so strong, so prompt before the throne of God, I place in you all my interests and desires. I was like, really? He's that scared right now? We walk slowly down the creaky steps and scan the room. We both see something moving, struggling, and groaning. It was a seven-foot-tall skinwalker, chained down in the basement. We look over it. It's crouched down in the corner, eating on something that appears to be a rat. We're both terrified and quietly try to walk back up the stairs, but Hector's foot hits a large planting pot. It hits the ground and makes a large crash. Unfortunately... It gets the skinwalker out of its feeding frenzy, and it makes a mad task towards us. I throw another potted plant at the creature to try and get away from Hector, but it's too late. The skinwalker grabs Hector by the leg. Now with one good yank, his leg comes clean off, and I can hear Hector's spine-chilling cries of pain. I keep trying to throw things at it, but it was no use. There was nothing else down there. By now, I was at the top of the stairs and I locked the door behind me. I didn't know what to do to kill the skinwalker. I didn't know why it was there, why it was in my newly purchased house. I've heard and I've read that guns might not work. You, you have to go get your bullets blessed by a shaman to kill those things. I don't know any shamans or live close to an Indian reservation, so I guess the only thing I can do is just light this place ablaze. That, that's when I learned my lesson. Never get a house with an overly large basement, because you never know what lurks beneath. All right, well, I hope you all enjoyed this quick story by Head PE 22 This was, once again, The Perfect House, a story that was submitted to my subreddit directly, which you can find in the links down below. 
This is the first of many fantastic stories this month. I promise you it's going to be a damn good month. Just stick around and find out. All that said, friends, I hope you did enjoy it. And if you did and would like more content like this or content that is nothing like this, please consider joining the Nevermore to join the Nevermore, all you have to do is hit that subscribe button, the bell icon next to it that makes you part of the Nevermore. You can also support the Nevermore by going and following me on any of my social media platforms, visiting my direct website, or supporting the channel through Patreon or Coffee. All of it optional and all of it genuinely appreciated. If you can't do any of it, that's just fine. Support on the channel means the world to me. So, thank you. I hope that I will see you all on the next video. And I hope you have a good Tuesday. But until then, my friends, sleep well.